Joining us in studio now, Dr. Bill Hutto and Dr. Jim Witte with uh, the Auburn Airport, Auburn Aviation. How are we doing, gentlemen? Very well, sir. How are you? It's good to see you all again. Yeah, it's good to see you as always. It's been too long. I apologize for not reaching out. This is like halfway through your day, right? You're used I, to getting here like 6 o'clock. I know. You, you know, is, is it lunch yet? You should cater lunch when we come in this <laughs> late in the day. You know? I know it. I know it. We got a... We got a Butcher paper barbecue on the other side of this wall. We should have got him to bring some sandwiches or something. I'm telling know. you what, at least some sausage biscuits. I know. Going on Major missed opportunity on my part. I apologize, Dr. No, Hutto. It's, it's good to be back in, in this strange year we've been in, and but um, I know you're going to be busy with other things. Sure, sure. All right, so, uh, yeah, you brought uh, you brought in uh, Dr. Witty this morning. You want to give him a little introduction for us? Oh, I would love to. Uh, it would take the whole 30 minutes if I were to go down his wrong resume, but... He just flexed for us. Yes, he so did. I That's think he's exactly fired up. Right? Yeah, I'm. I'm really scared at this point. But <laughs> let's go. But he, he's a really great guy, and uh, he's been the department chair of Department of Aviation uh, since uh, July. Was selected, and cool. um, so he is running our our strong department. It continues to grow. Has a a long uh, a background in education and in the aviation industry. So. All students, we're very pleased to have him on board with us, and uh, great things ahead for the department under his leadership. Yeah, and Dr. Woody, I mean, every time we talk with Dr. Hutto on the show, we talk about the growth happening at the airport. It seems like new programs are being added. I'm sure you've hit the ground running since joining the team and or taking on this role in July. It's really an interesting uh, transition. I'd uh, been on Auburn faculty for about 22 years. Okay. And uh, that was in the College of Education. Then the opportunity to move into aviation came up, and it was kind of interesting. The uh, first question they asked was, uh, what's your aviation background? Well, I started flying aircraft in 1957. Wow. <laughs> so that gave me a little heads up, but most of what I flew was in at museums now. So I had a little learning curve to get on. But the truth of it is, I had worked with a majority of faculty and the flight people and with Bill long before I moved in. So my transition was probably one of the easiest ever done. Sure. Yeah, I mean, transitioning from a different role in the university to another, but you have you have history and in, in flight and things like that. So, I mean, it... What have been some of the cool changes that you've been able to see as far as from your perspective? Um, because it sounds like you've, if you've been flying for that long, you clearly must enjoy that side of things. Well, it, it, it's interesting for me. Uh, uh, it's not just looking at the creation of pilots within our program right. or the creation of airport managers. Uh, the field of aviation is much greater than that. Uh, we're now working with Southern Union to come up with a combined program to produce airframe and power plant mechanics. Uh, Four-year universities are not usually associated with training mechanics. That's Ooh. the job of Southern Union. But if we do this correctly, a, a prospective student could spend four or two years at Southern Union learning the mechanics trade transfer to Auburn for an additional two years and learn the management side of aviation and then step into industry. Yeah, we, we have President Shackett with Southern Union on every month, and he's been, he's been talking about being excited about this program for probably about a year now. I mean, he's been very, very excited about it. It seems like that's about to the point where it's, it's, it's ready to, to take off, right? Yeah, we're very, very close. 
to launching. Right now we're looking at a location, which Todd is doing, and uh, uh, we are working together to identify the necessary curriculum, courses, all of that administrivia that brings together a program. Whenever a program uh, that you guys launch, whenever it takes off, can it use one of y'all's runways to take off? I'd be happy to have you. That's uh, Bill's bailiwick there. Uh, if you need a runway, Ooh. see Bill. Uh, no, exactly I'm not booing. Right. That was great. Thanks. That was, you set that up perfectly. I appreciate that. I, I appreciate that. We're joined this morning by Dr. Bill Hutto and Dr. Jim Witte. We're talking about the Auburn Airport, Auburn Aviation, and more. We continue our conversation next right here on Auburn Opelika this morning. Zach and Lindsay, joined by Dr. Bill Hutto and Dr. Jim Witte, talking about the Auburn Airport, Auburn Aviation, full studio, having a blast. Dr. Hutto, what are some things happening around the airport these days? Very good question. Uh, Thanks. Zach, we have Appreciate been very that. busy. Um, you, you know, like anyone else at the first part of the pandemic, back in in March when everything shut down, everything yeah. shut down, and, and uh, the airport became very quiet, uh, flight school. Uh, was out from spring break until started flying back in June of one. Uh, corporations quit flying, and it was very quiet. But thankfully, since about mid-June, we've seen a rebound in our traffic. The flight uh, school is back up flying with their 400 or so students. And even though the airlines have been struggling, uh, corporate travel, at least around here, has been very, very good. So it's a testament to the to the strength of our economy that we're seeing the types of aircraft coming in. And they're not university jets. The university has not been flying much at all. Um, um, so what, when the activity that you're hearing is going to be uh, business-related stuff in our community. So we've been very blessed to, to, to have that and, and, and happy to be a part of our, our community's economy. What about, like, flight training and things like that? Has that been able to be steady? It has. Uh, you know, we started back in June. We were one of the first uh, flight schools in the nation to start back. Now, mm -hmm. you, you know, we, we, we compete, if you want to call it that, with Embry-Riddles and North Dakota and Purdue, and but we all collaborate like like we do in the sure. industry. And yeah. so working together, we came up with some protocols, and we want to thank, uh, you know, Dr. Cam and uh, the provost and our dean, Joe Wastrup, and others who were very supportive and helped us get back in the air June 1. We had a little lighter load over the summer because some students had not made it back to campus. But right. but fall and spring semester, uh, we're back uh, fully flying uh, with proper protocols, and, and, and thankfully it's really worked well. So we, we, we've been blessed. I mean, is it, is it relevant for you guys to track as far as what, what's happening commercially? I mean, it seems like more and more people are getting more comfortable with the idea of getting in the plane with, you know, 100-plus strangers again. It seems like we're getting closer to that. We are. And and, and I think as more and more vaccines roll out, we're going to be seeing that. Yeah. There's a big pent-up demand. Uh, the airlines are bracing for that um, in, in a good way. Yeah. Uh, we saw the other day a couple of the airlines are starting to recall some of their pilots in, in anticipation of a summer surge to get them back uh, recurrent in their training, which is a good sign for our students because – at the back end of the pandemic, in the next few months, the demand for pilots is even going to be stronger and mechanics than it was prior to the pandemic because the pandemic, many of the airlines offered really sweet deals for those over around 60. You had mm -hmm. to retire 65. Those are your higher wage earners. Um, so, uh, so you have even more of a vacuum with those retirements plus the demand that existed prior to the pandemic. I'd like to call attention to the uh, a distinction in aviation. Okay. When most of us think about 
you know, commercial flight, we think about passenger-carrying airlines. There is a tremendous uh, activity in commercial aviation that involves traveling with cargo. And that demand has really not been affected. The demand for pilots and crew members has not been that heavily infected by the COVID crisis. So they are hiring in commercial uh, materiel carrying lines. Sure. And, uh, and we, our pilots are trained to go either way. They can go corporate, they can go cargo, they can go passengers. Uh, one of our instructors told me the other day, I, I challenged him and said, just what are you doing over there? And his response was, we make captains. Yeah. And I thought that was a pretty profound statement, and he's true. We turn out people here who are prepared to go up the ladder and sit in the left seat. Is that something that you guys at Auburn do differently than other, you know, I mean, you mentioned North Dakotas and some of the other, you know, popular flight programs. Is that something you guys are doing differently than, than other places? Yeah, I put our pilots second to none. I mean, they're second to none. Sure. And, and one of the things, and I won't say others don't do it, so there's some good flight schools out there, but... One of the things that we focus on is on the airmanship, to be sure that people really, truly are airmen, and, and I say that's a generic, you know, yeah. gender for it, but we just want to make sure they understand how the airplane flies. I mean, we have some, we, we have some wonderful equipment. All of our computer equipment have the nice Garmin systems in them and, and the flat panels and all of that, and all of that's wonderful, but at the end of the day, you need to know have some good stick and rudder skills. Sure. And so... We teach that airmanship, and we teach decision-making in the cockpit. And it's, it sounds like from a facility standpoint, too, I mean, you guys equip these future pilots with all kinds of tools to succeed and to learn and to get better. That's right. We, we do, and, and, and we've even got, thanks to the Delta Gift, we've got an Airbus A320 simulator. Mm. That is, is, is really state-of-the-art with, with an outstanding visual system in it, and that is a capstone course for our senior pilots that starts in, in the fall. And what that does is teaches that crew resource management, some of those decision-making skills and those kinds of things that right. really prepare them for the next stage of, of their career. What does it take for radio hosts to have a chance to come sit in that and try it? Oh, <laughs> well, that's just, are we paying for this airtime? Uh, no. Oh, okay, if you can come on over anytime. You want. <laughs> All right, great. <laughs> that's the answer I'm looking for. <laughs> no, seriously, uh, yeah. drop a note to Bill or myself and... Uh, We'll have you fly in an Airbus. There we go. Now, and I really want to emphasize, this is a high-end piece of technology. Well, now I'm scared to touch it. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, you'll, you'll sense when you crash. But uh, <laughs> I, know, I only know of one other flight school right now across the country that is using the uh, 320 simulator. Yeah. Uh, we're about to upgrade to a level four, which really makes us preeminent. The, the other thing we look at here is we don't just turn out pilots. Mm -hmm. uh, you can go find a little flight school somewhere and get a pilot's license. We're, we're turning out aviators. Uh, and like Bill just mentioned, this thing called CRM. It's a new focus for us. We're going to be setting up the simulator with scenarios where the air crew in the back of the airplane has a situation. We forward that to the captain. Now what are you going to do, student mm -hmm. pilot? And this prepares them to transition into the real world of flight. Sure, sure. I mean, and with pilots and then also managing airports, I'm, I'm friends 
for for one reason or another, a lot of my best friends went through aviation school um, here at Auburn, and you know, one of them's running the Huntsville Airport now. One of them's uh, one of the main guys at the Amarillo Texas Airport. I mean, you, you guys are putting folks all over the place. We are, and and we uh, are very proud of that, and and are looking at even strengthening that side of that curriculum. As a matter of fact. Uh, one of them, you know, Adam Fouts. Yeah, um, good Adam, to talk to him yesterday. Yeah, yep. Adam was a guest speaker in our class via Zoom the other day. Oh, I'm going to give him a hard time about there that. There you go. You know, and, and that's one of the things we have learned just as a side of, you know, there's some good through this. And one yeah. of them is it, Zoom has taught us how to better bring in guest speakers that otherwise wouldn't be able to come to campus to really give our students a great education. Yeah. The, the other part of the Auburn advantage is, is we're not sitting on lesson plans that we used five years ago. Right. right. Uh, some exceptionally well-qualified faculty, both uh, flight faculty and classroom faculty, are continually upgrading. We are in the process now of negotiating with the hotel restaurant management on campus to create a minor program for the degree that emphasizes aviation hospitality. When you think about it, the crew in the back of the aircraft are really the face of the airlines, those flight attendants. Mm -hmm. If they are happy, if the if that flight attendant can make that passenger happy no matter what else happens on that flight, they will walk away knowing that they were cared for. Mm -hmm. So it's not just the flight attendant we're targeting, but also the ancillary management positions that deal with logistics of hospitality and food and all those things that make the airline run. There aren't many there aren't many schools doing that. Sure, absolutely. We're joined this morning by Dr. Bill Hutto and Dr. Jim Witte with the Auburn Airport and Auburn's aviation program. We'll continue our conversation next. Let's take a quick look at your weather. This weather brought to you by Dixie Electric Plumbing and Air, Central Alabama's trusted electrical plumbing and air contractor since nineteen oh eight. Call Dixie and it's done. A 30% chance of rain today, mostly cloudy skies. Highs reaching 55 degrees tonight. A 40% chance of rain until 9 p.m. Temperatures dropping to 38. And tomorrow, your Saturday, 80% chance of showers tomorrow afternoon. High of 46. And tomorrow night, a 70% chance of rain with temperatures dropping to 38 degrees. It's 47 and cloudy.